So this Shabbos is the last Shabbos of the year. It's Parashas Nitzavim. We actually, in our calendar, we always read Parashas Nitzavim, the last Shabbos of the year. Let's see if we can take. Let's see if we can take a lesson from there, going into Rosh Hashanah. A couple of questions about the the parsha. The parsha starts off talking about how Moshe Rabbeinu entered Klal Yisrael into a, a new bris, into a new covenant with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. In order to do that, it says that he he gathered everybody together. Atem Nitzav Mayoim Kolchem, all of you from the from the most significant people in the nation to the least significant people, children, and 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 so on. Not the children are insignificant, but that's part of the list. But everybody's here on this list coming into to, for, for this bris. What was the bris? The bris was the bris was the Hanistarius Lashem Lekenu Vaniglas Lanu Vaniglas Lanu Lebeneinu That what that where people became responsible one to the other. They became responsible for everybody else's actions. It's called it's called arvos. Question is, first of all, not everybody has arvos, particularly children don't have arvos for others, and other people on the list also don't have arvos. Why did they all have to be gathered for this risk of arvos if they didn't, they weren't, they didn't actually have that responsibility? Another question is, Rashi points out, based on, there's a number of dots in the Torah above those words, Rashi points out that, um, Rashi points out that that, that bris that responsibility did not start until they came into Eretz Yisrael. So why is it? Why did that responsibility not start until they came into Eretz Yisrael? Um, that's one question. Another, another question is... Another question is that... that, um, that uh, in, in the lead-up to the mentioning of that verse, it says they're going to go into Eretz Yisrael, people are going to think they can still do Averis, and, and, and they're going to worship Abed de Zara. And and um, they're going to worship Abba and it's going to be their land's going to be destroyed. It's going to look like what happened to Stein, Stein by Murray. You know what happened to Parshas Vayera? That Stein and Amari, they were very wicked people, and uh, the, the all those cities were completely destroyed. Uh, and it's going to be the people. They're going to say, well, "Look what happened to you. It looks like it looks like Kamapecha Stein Vayera, like the like the destruction of those cities." The issue is that by those cities, when they were destroyed. All the inhabitants of the cities were destroyed as well. It wasn't just that the cities were destroyed over here. We're going to talk about what happened to the Jews in Eretz Yisrael, but they were, they survived. We survived afterwards. So what's the point of this analogy being mentioned over here? And lastly, lastly, right afterwards, right after this verse, this mentions then basically what's going to happen. We're going to come back from Gullus, and Hashem is going to take out uh, take out all of the anger on, on our enemies and those that. So so why is that the follow the flow through it? What's uh, what's the Hamshech Parsha? So just to go back to this verse generally. The morale points out in Netzach Yisrael. The morale points out that when Hashem made a bris with Avram Avinu, He made the bris with Avram, not contingent on Avram's children continuing to be tzaddikim like him. He shows he shows the difference between because the Rambam asks actually why is it by the by a, when Hashem made a bris with Noach first it speaks about how Noach was a tzaddik and by Avram it, it doesn't say that because he's, the morale the morale says because the bris with Avram was. To make it to make them into a nation. It wasn't a bris with a specific person only. It was to make an ummah. When you make a bris with a with 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 a colonialistic group of people, with a with a, you don't you can't contingent on on, on the behavior of an, indi- of an individual. It's so therefore the morale points out that the bris with Klai Yisrael, the bris with Avram Avinu, and which which extends to Klai Yisrael, was was a bris even when Klai Yisrael sins, they're still considered in that bris with with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And he says the same thing is true with this bris over here, what Hakadosh Baruch Hu made with Klai Yisrael. 
Because many Mepharshim ask, how is it that this Pasuk says the bris over here was with those that are here and those that are not here? So they ask, how can you make a bris with those that are not here? So the moral says the answer is because this bris was not with individuals, this bris was with the nation Klai Yisrael. And, and anyone who is an extension or a member of Klai Yisrael continues to be in that bris. And, and the bris continues to exist even if people will sin, even if people will do things wrong. So if we understand that this bris is a bris with the nation of Klai Yisrael, and it's not about uh, what... what um, what about in the individuals per se? Yeah, let's try to answer some of the questions that we asked. Yes, first of all, we asked, how come the bris, the bris, the chrayas, the arabis only starts when they came into Eretz Yisrael? So for that, we have to just add, add one more Gemara. Gemara points out that the pasuk says in Tehillim, the mizmor la'asaf alikim bo gremenach l'secha. The kapitel in Tehillim, which talks about the korban of Eretz Yisrael, the korban of Beis Hamikdash, starts off calling a mizmor, which means like a shira, a song. And the Gemara says it's not a shira when things get destroyed. Should be a kina, should be a lamentation, should be a cry. So the Gemara says no, because it's a shira. Why is it a shira? Because the Baruch Hu, instead of taking out apay v'chamasa, his anger, like we mentioned this parasha, anger, instead of taking it out on the people, he took it out on etzim avonim, on stones and on wood, and he destroyed the base of Mikdash. So coming into Eretz Yisrael, Kal Yisrael gained something. They gained an ability that even if they stray, even if we sin, Akadosh Baruch Hu can take out a, a massive punishment on us nationally, a massive punishment on us as a, all of us, and we won't be destroyed. Up until that point, there was a threat. After the Chet Ha'ekel, Hashem said, um, I'll destroy the Klai Yisrael. He said to Meshach, um, um, or uh, after different Chatoim, He said, I'll destroy Klai Yisrael. But that's no longer an option. Once we come into Yisrael, we, uh, once we come into Yisrael, He's not going to, He's no longer threatening to destroy us. He'll just destroy Yisrael. He'll kick us out into Gauls. So if that's the case, so what happens? That creates an interesting opportunity. It creates a responsibility and opportunity. Because when you go into Eretz, we're going to be kicked out of Eretz Yisrael. Hashem said, no, now, now, you can, you can have, when, you, when you're a nation and you have a land, so that's what can define you. You can define as people that live in this place. But if you're a nation that's going to exist, even if you don't have a land, then you have to have some other character, some other identity. That identity is that you're responsible one for the other. You're an Ummah, you're, 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 you're an Ummah, that you're responsible one to the other, even if you don't have a land. And that responsibility comes down, but and that's and not only the responsibility. It's the only way you're going to exist as a nation is if you stick together, even after you're, you're even after you're kicked out of your land. So the achrayas they came in. So first of all, we could be punished as a nation, one for the other. So when we came into Israel, because there was a way to do that without destroying us, so therefore we became responsible one to the other. But but now it's also it's also an opportunity for us to survive afterwards. Is by being responsible one to the other. That's how we're going to survive. So we asked the question: How come the harvest begins when we came into Israel? Because that's that that's the nature of this harvest is what will bind us as a, as a nation. Even if we even if we get kicked out of Israel, even if we stray, because we like we said, the morale said this bris is a bris. Even if we're going to sin, we're connected to Hakadosh Baruch So we asked. So that's why we can understand why everyone's here, even those that were not in the harvest, because it's not about the individuals that are responsible. It's about the nation. We're all part of that nation, so we have to be here for this for this thing to begin. And then we asked, what's the comparison to Shlaim Bamar? Why bring that up? Well, we all know that Steinbach and Meira, what was their what was their teva? Their nature was they were exceptionally selfish people. They only had one for the other. They didn't care about anybody else. They didn't care about if anybody wanted to do chesed, they punished them. They 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 they, they were they rejected it. So they, that's the nature of, of Stein was just the opposite. The nature of Stein was looking out for yourself, not looking out for someone else. But we know what happened by Stein. Hashem said, Hashem said, I'm a chasanim Avram. Hashem said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, am I gonna hide the destruction of Stein from Avram? No, I have to tell him because Avram was just the opposite. Avram was concerned with everyone. Avram was not only concerned for his own, he was concerned for the, for the rest of the world too. He's, he had that generosity of spirit, that, that, that achrayas for other people, even those that were not his. 
And Hashem said, how can I hide it from Avram? Because Avram, because I know that Avram is going to command his and create a nation afterwards. That means someone like Avram who had a Christ, not only for his own family, a Christ for everything, everyone in the world. He's a person who will have a destiny. He's a person who will have a nitzchia, so will exist, continue to go on. Because if you have that a Christ, you have the components in, 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 to make a nation. You have the component to become a nation. You have the component to be, to to to, to have, to live in perpetuity. And that. So 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 again, let's just go back and ask the questions. How come that if this is the bris is about the bris was about arvus? What do I have to have get together? Everyone was not nervous because it's about being a nation. This bris is about us being a nation, not with individuals, and that's why the bris uh, the, uh, the arvus only starts when we come into Eretz Yisrael, because in Eretz Yisrael we have in Eretz Yisrael we can be we can have a national tragedy and we can still continue to exist as Uma. We can be kicked out of Eretz Yisrael in place of us being destroyed. But the only way of us to, the only way for only way for us to continue as a nation is that we're responsible until we take a chayas one for the other. But if, but, but, and not like Stoyenbaumwehr, not like Stoyenbaumwehr, we highlight they, 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 they didn't care one about the other, and that's not the way we are. We care about each other, we have a Christ for one another. And if Ramavinu taught us that, then we have to have a Christ for, certainly for ourselves and even for the rest of the world, we have to have, a, we have, to have that responsibility. And if we, if we, if we can, if we do have that harvest, if we do that a Christ, and we, and we do, and we do, care one about the other, and we do take responsibility one about the other, then we're going to, like we said, the Parsha continues that after the Golos is going to end, and we're going to come back into Eretz Yisrael. So if we have that Achrayas, and we continue to exist even after we get kicked out of Eretz Yisrael, then we will come back to Eretz Yisrael. We will, we will be able to come back as a nation. And we know, the Rabban points out that the Teichacha in Parsha's Bukhukaisa, the first one is primarily about the Churban by Rishon, destruction of the first base of Mikdash, and this one is about the Churban the second base of Mikdash primarily. That's the Golos we're in now. Gemara also tells us that the Chorban Bais Shani happened because of Sinas Chinam, because people didn't get along. They hated fighting with each other. We can understand the way to get back into Eretz Yisrael after that is with Avas Chinam, with loving each other, being responsible one for the other. So it's very fitting that right over here after the Teichachal, we're going to come back into Eretz Yisrael, because if you will have that Achrayas, if you will be responsible one for the other, then you will be, we will be able to come back. We will come back into Eretz Yisrael. And lastly, it's right before, it's right before Rosh Hashanah. Everyone's looking for for, for, for Shosim, in for din, they want to look for ways to to, to to Hashem to judge us. Well, if we make if we're if we take responsibility for for ourselves and we take responsibility for those around us and for and for, and for the rest of our of the nation, so that's something that's certainly a schus because that's going to bring that's going to bring shalom. That's going to bring not punishment. That's going to bring happiness for us and 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 uh, for everyone else. And we should have a we should have a and a great year. Amen.